This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acri. And today, Luke, we're going to be talking about client gifts. Client gifts. It's September. September. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Holidays are right around the corner. Yes. You may not have thought about it this way, but sending gifts to your clients is actually a very powerful form of advertising. Gifting is an act often meant to show appreciation, reaffirm a relationship, or establish a unique connection with someone. That's why professionals in relationship-based businesses must hold themselves to the highest gift-giving standard. So today, with the holiday season approaching us quickly, we're going to go over why strategic gifting works, where most companies fall short, and the types of gifts that will make you stand out from the crowd. Now, this actually comes straight out of issue three of our latest magazine, Business yeah. in action. Yeah, before we came on the show, Josh is like, I'm going to give a little pluggy pluggy, pluggy to, pluggy our, poo. Yeah, to our I business I was hoping we could leave that magazine. in the green room. The pluggy poo. Well, pluggy poo. <laughs> Look, we, uh, if you follow Reminder Media, we produce uh, customizable branded magazines for businesses to yep. send out to their clients as a gift. Correct. We'll be talking about and we came up with episode. a new magazine. And so, yeah, we have three, we had three magazines, American Lifestyle, Good to Be Home, Start Healthy. This is now our third one, biz, our fourth yeah. one, Business in Action. You can check out a sample of, if you haven't seen it yet, you can go to ReminderMedia.com under our branded magazines uh, page. You can see a sample there as well. But this is an article that came straight out of that uh, issue. And it's really all about this idea of strategic gifting, why it works. We reference a lot John Rulin yeah. because he Love wrote John. We're going to have Gifology. him on the show. Oh, we are? Yeah. yeah. It's actually that. like yeah. very close to when these episodes are going to release. Yeah, so. it's going to be Spoiler awesome. Alert. So John's going to be on the show. We episode. haven't interviewed him yet, but I'm, I'm super it's excited. Be great. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. So no, I, this is all about, uh, strategic gifting is all about making someone feel special. They're far more likely to remember you. Gifts often spark a conversation with people, right? Yep. That's the other big thing that gifts can do. And then, of course, this is what we talk about all the time, this idea of the norm of reciprocity. Correct. Gifts yep. produce. Yeah. They really, because um, uh, Gabrielle, our content writer, she writes all the show notes um, and everything like that for the show. She did a whole research on reciprocity. And I, I had no idea that researchers truly don't understand it, why it's so ingrained psychologically that when you are given something, mm-hmm. there's this form of indebtedness that happens that you literally have to respond. And the same kind of applies even when something's wrong done to you, Uh that you want to respond with doing something wrong to the other person or punishing the other person. It's really interesting stuff. The same also applies for indifference. So consider Mm. that. Not only is benefit for benefit, harm for harm, but indifference will breed indifference. So if you're not contacting your clients, you're not sending them gifts, they will will naturally be indifferent Mm. towards your business Yeah, that's power. That right there is worth the whole episode. Just realizing like, literally ingrained in the human being. Like you you, you can't (laughs) fight it. Like it's ingrained in the human being. Do something nice for somebody. They're going to repay you on it. The other thing to keep in mind here when giving gifts is this idea of norm norm of reciprocity, right? This requires that we repay in kind what someone else has done for us, there is a time decay associated with Mm. this. They've studied this as well, that the amount of time that passes between the gift being received and contact from the gift giver, there's actually less and less chance that someone will be willing to repay. Now, obviously, you're not sending gifts just to get something in return. Yes, you are. I'm just just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, you are sending gifts. Well, this goes to a deep philosophical (laughs) conversation of are we all hedonists? Okay, that's another podcast. We'll we'll just... 
I mean, you are because it is your advertising, but you're yeah. also showing appreciation. And you want to build the relationship, obviously, because yes. it does benefit your business, but that's how you build the relationship. Yeah, it's Not, true. That's how the world you works. Know, you don't want to treat it as, oh, I sent you something, now will you do something for me? Type yes, of correct. Well, that will become, come across as inauthentic, yeah. right? Or insincere. It's like um, another thing that you should be doing all the time, right? When you meet people or when you're coming across people is smiling at them. Because if you smile at them, it's all, and I just read all this research on it, but it triggers in the brain of other people the natural ability for them to smile back. A smile is contagious. But people can feel a fake smile oh. and they can see a fake smile, right? Mm -hmm. The same comes with gift giving. They mm -hmm. can feel a fake gift. Love that. They can feel that and they can sense it. And I think John Ruin talks about this. Maybe it's in your notes. It's like the idea of sending gifts just with your... Um, kind of branding and logos yeah. and all that crap yeah, on yeah. it. It's Definitely. like, it's a, it's not bad to have your branding and logos on stuff. It's just that can't be just the gift. Yep, yep. So that brings us into some of the best types of gifts. I love that you said that because the first one, uh, I think may have been a quote even from Giftology, but it's the thoughtful thought that counts, right? So yes. it's not just about sending a gift or something. Um, you, it's about the thought that goes behind it. What does that mean? So that means paying attention to the hobbies that your clients have, uh, favorite movies, pets, their yeah. children. Well, we see people take advantage of this with our magazine because we have different content types. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have like the home and garden one, we have the health one, we have the lifestyle one, business one stuff. And so people like, if they know, like my wife, Megan's into fitness. So if they know that about yes. their client, they send the fitness magazine and they pick out the content within that they can customize in the magazines based upon the interest of what they think their clients will like. Then yeah. they have the reason for a phone call, but it, becomes, it attaches way more personally. So it's that same concept of going, whatever gift you send, it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah but it just has to be thoughtful. Yeah. Personalized. The uh, the main driver behind that, obviously, because people will appreciate it, but also the more often that they that they use your gift. So it's, it's oh, practical as well. The more often that they use your gift, the more often they will think about you and in turn your business. I love how you brought up your wife because even more powerful, John points out, is if your gift can be used by your client's family, right? So mm. if you're the client of the business professional and they're sending something that your wife is going to enjoy, now not only... Are you appreciative because, you know, your family received a gift, but now your wife will also think about. Yeah. So think about well. like some real estate agents, like on moving day or moving in day, they will bring over pizzas. They will, you know, bring gift baskets over that are not just for the home buyer, right? The, yep. the husband and wife, but for the kids yep. and stuff like that. Another thing uh, in here within the best types of gifts. So I don't think we're going to go through a list of, t of actual gift ideas. These are just ideas to help fuel what types of gifts you should be getting. But emotional memories last longer. So think about this. Dale Carnegie famously says, you know, a person's name is the sweetest and most important sound in any language. So think about personalized gifts. Anytime you can do something with like embroidered bathrobes and towels and embossed leather portfolios, engraved stemware and wine chillers. This idea of personalizing the Love gift that. towards the person, whether it's the family name or their name, something that will stand out to them as well. Uh, making sure that it's super high quality, uh, and then also a note of appreciation goes far. So make sure that you are attaching a note to your gift. And if you can do it handwritten, uh, even better, even more powerful. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's all about uh, connecting person. It's again, it's not about the expense. It's literally like I get a lot of gifts given to me now um, just throughout the business relationships we have. Can and you stuff think like of a that. favorite gift that you got? That case of white monsters. <laughs> that, oh, was a, right. that was a sales gift. 
<laughs> but that really impacted me, man. That guy was following and me. And let it be known, that was years ago. Yeah, that was still, not like a last right. week kind of but thing. But think about how powerful that gift it, was. It's your interest. Their handwritten yeah. note came Followed with me it. on social, uh, saw that I enjoyed drinking White Monsters, which I don't anymore for my health. So nobody freak out. Green but, Monsters. Yeah, now. I, now I drink Celsius. It's supposedly the, uh, <laughs> the healthy energy drink. I mean, every once in a while, I might have a White Monster, but I don't drink it like I used to. But he sent me a whole case of White Monsters with a handwritten note. Um, and saying he enjoyed the podcast and all this Super stuff. He's smart. prospecting me, right? And and I could, I knew he was prospecting me. It was still, I was like, oh, that's awesome. All right. Then the last part here is where most companies fall short. Now we've touched on this a little bit, but one of the biggest issues or, or the biggest areas where companies fall short is these unremarkable or boring gifts. So this we would classify as like generic items like fruit baskets. Baskets. You mentioned this earlier. <laughs> Things with your company logo and like stress balls. With your company logo. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's a good point. the natural thing. People go straight towards that because it's easy, it's fast, it's yep. cheap, you buy them in bulk. That kind of stuff is not going to have an impact. And if anything, may have the opposite. I would say I would want. say it will have a very small yeah. impact. It's not like it won't have any. There's a reason why there's so much money out there and so much money in corporate America being spent on magnets mm-hmm. and coasters and little sunglasses and stuff like that, but it's just going to be small. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit more gimmicky. Another example in this unremarkable or boring items. Now, I wouldn't count Monster Energy drinks in here because you still remember that, but one yeah. one example they point out is food and drinks. Mm. So, you know, giving a, a fruit basket or something, uh, you know, food-related, once it's gone, it's gone, right? I so still not enjoy keep, the food, though. Keep sending it to me. Keep using it. Now, I don't know if you still have those monsters left over. Well, here's, monsters. here's a good example. Um, we did a webinar, and I hand it to, to Mike Saunders because he's really good at dripping in a follow-up. So, so we did a webinar with Mike Saunders. He, he runs this kind of authority marketing and stuff like that. Awesome guy. Um, I know he listens to the show. We, we should have him on. But he, does, he uses like send-out cards and that whole process to send. He yeah. sends brownies oh, I love to that. me. Everyone's, well, they're on my desk. Yeah. But what I've realized about him it's like, I don't eat them, right? It doesn't connect. Like, it, I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't remember. The only reason I'm remembering it now is because it literally came two days ago, yeah. but he's done it all the time, like brownies, different things like that. And you're right. The food, like, I do not remember it yeah. all. Yeah. It's super interesting. Uh, another tip here would be where companies fall short is giving at the wrong time. So if you're only gifting during holidays or birthdays, mm. um, that's that could also be harming you as well because everybody's sending something around the same time. Now, you still, I would still recommend sending something at those times. Yes. But schedule additional touch points throughout the course of the year in your CRM where you can gift, uh, especially your bigger clients. One unique thing, and this is the brownies also, but... Uh, uh, Kim Angeli always sends a half birthday card yeah, uh, but along with the brownie. The, here's the reason psychologically that works. If you want to know the marketing principle, like how do you create raving fans? How do you do anything exceptional? You have to do the unexpected, mm. right? So when pe- people get a birthday note from you or they get a gift on the holidays, they do not, enjoy it. Yeah, it is powerful, yeah. but it's expected, yeah. right? Or if even if it's not totally expected, it's just normal, mm-hmm. right? This is normal what most people do. When they get it on their half birthday, it's so unexpected yeah. that it stands out. Yeah. So if you can do the unexpected in I a good it every way. Year. Of course, it's also a reminder that you yeah. know, you're almost a year So easy, than. easy action no, item for no. everybody is look <laughs> at your touch point program. Look at your servicing program. Look at your sales prospecting funnel. 
Where are you doing the unexpected? Where are you doing things that these people, it's above and beyond, they would not expect it. Yeah. And it just makes all the difference. One of the biggest issues. Oh, Ariel. Sorry. Please. One thing I wanted to note there, I've seen a couple people do this and I really love this, is the national days. There's a national day for freaking everything. everything. Yeah. So yeah. if there's something that relates to your business or something that you want to highlight, that's going to be so unexpected that people don't recognize outside of like the birthdays, the anniversaries and stuff like that. Yeah, so there was like National Husband there. Day like yesterday or something like that or a day oh. before. Wow. And I was like, Megan, it's National Husband Day. <laughs> she, she goes, I'm not on Instagram. I didn't even see that. <laughs> Well, if it's ever National Peanut Butter uh, Cookie Day, just let me know. Yeah. <laughs> send, me, send me some cookies. I'm good. Uh, biggest issue, not gifting. Only 42% of companies give gifts to their customers. So that's a really? huge uh, a quantity. Uh, 68% of people, uh, excuse me, 58% aren't even gifting uh, to their customers. Here's a problem that people fall into, not playing favorites, right? So a lot of times people think playing favorites is a bad thing. Gift giving more and more often to your bigger clients Follow the 80-20 rule, right? 20% of the people that are driving 80% of your business, you do want to invest more mm. in them. Take that time to send them something personal, send them something more valuable and more often. And then overspending, that's another big one. So you want to be careful. There's a fine line between spending enough to make it quality and appreciative and overspending to where someone feels awkward about accepting it or the person not knowing how to practically use the gift or the item that you Here's sell. a great um, idea for all of you and a great point. So we're about to release this blog series on how to generate referrals. So if you're a service-based professional, and what we're doing is we're going back to all of our podcasts. Now we're what, That's at really cool, 200 yeah. plus interviews or whatever. And all these top producers, I mean, million dollar type people telling us their ideas of how they generated referrals. Client events is the first one we're going to talk about. Yeah. What a great way to spend more on your top 20%. Do a client event for him. It's like a gift. The holidays are coming up. Like my brother, he's going to throw this holiday party for all of his top clients. He did it last year. It was an unbelievable hit. So much good feedback, so many referrals, and so much marketing collateral. Where does he do the party? So he rents out some venue there in Lynchburg, Virginia. Okay. Yeah, he actually gets rents catered. out. Yeah, I think he spent, I want to say like 12 grand. Okay. Think he spent twelve grand. Now he had a good one hundred and fifty or so people show up to it, awesome. to his party. But and you don't have to maybe go out all uh, all out on that. This blog's going to talk about how Tony Ray Baker does it at a hotel. Yeah, right. He rents out a bar no at a hotel. Cleanup, right? No yeah. cleanup. No anything <laughs> like that. And it literally for like you know I don't know twenty people, twenty five people. It's an easy way to give back. And you don't see a client event as a traditional gift because it's not. But every year we do a company party, in our employees rave about it, yeah. right? It's our gift to them of like, hey, we're partying, we're celebrating, we're, we're flying in, all that stuff. Yeah, nice. All right, there you go. There is strategic client gifts for the holidays. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. You can also get a special deal for Stay Paid listeners over at staypaidpodcast.com slash magazine. Uh, we can also hook you up with a sample of business in action if you're curious in seeing our new You will as well. love it. If you're looking for ways to support the show, uh, we ask that you head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review, leave a comment to let us know how we're doing. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to show your support is to tell a friend and share this show uh, with somebody else. <laughs> Luke, this uh, joke comes from, you've, you've already heard this one, so I'll ask you, Ariel. Okay. Ariel, Ooh, yeah. this comes from our podcast friend and, uh, and just general friend in life. Is this Mr. Sean Carpenter? Sean Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way I already knew. <laughs> he texted me this one the other day. What do you call a hippie's wife? What do you call a hippie's wife? Yeah. I don't know. What? Mississippi. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, that 
one's so good. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree. Here's your action item. It's September. You got Thanksgiving and then all the holidays, right? Right around the corner. You need to send something to your clients. Get out in front of them. Take advantage of this time, right? And you can do something different. You can segment your list. There's a ton of different options out there. But the key is you actually have to do it because the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. Take action on that today. Mm-hmm.